Wellness Conversations is a talk show for growing better in body, mind, heart and soul. Each week we hear a story and experiences that have shaped an individual's life in a way that empowers and heals them. With the aim that in hearing their story, it helps empower and heal us too. So come and join the conversation. Welcome back, KC Radio 97.7 FM. It's that uh, wellness conversations time of the week again. And we are absolutely thrilled each and every week to come into this space and uh, and talk to you about how to grow better in body, mind, heart and soul. So Wellness Conversations is brought to you by our wellness community. My name is Michelle Scott. You can find me on Facebook at Michelle Scott on Air. And uh, for each and every uh, special guest that I bring into this uh, space, you can uh, learn more about them and get in contact with them and join their community on Facebook at Michelle Scott on Air. Now, this is our Mother's Day special. It's Mother's Day on Sunday. How exciting. You know, it's fabulous just to, of course, we should be appreciative uh of uh, our, our mums each and every day of the year, but it's nice to have a day that's set aside just for mums. So I'm bringing some special guests uh, into the space today to talk about uh, their journey in motherhood and uh, and also hear a little bit about uh, about their business. So um, bringing into the space now is Jodie Baker. And uh, welcome to uh, the show. Jodie, we're going to talk essential oils. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. My absolute pleasure. We love to chat about all things wellness. So, Jodie, we thought we'd start off with uh, we're going to talk about your essential oils um, uh, products that uh, that you are so passionate about and uh, you've got some some fa- fantastic uh, specials for Mother's Day. But before we, before we uh, you know, segue to there, can you um, give us a little bit of insight into your journey through motherhood or journey of motherhood? Well, motherhood's a pretty special job we've been given. Um, I've got two young adults. They're 20 and 22, one of uh, a boy and a girl. And um, honestly, I've, you know, I've never loved anything so much in my entire life. Yes. The unconditional love. The unconditional love with uh, that baby, you know, who becomes a child and a teenager it's uh it's really something it's also uh you know is that the same reason why we love our fur babies <laughs> well that's right you know it is it's an unconditional love that you have for them and um i don't know it's just mm. very special bond that you share with your children it certainly is and uh, you know offline you and i were talking also about uh you know what it brings out in you motherhood is such a journey it's, uh, you know, every stage and phase, you know, offers us uh, something new. And uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, b- becoming protective. Becoming, oh, yeah. yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I was saying how I became like a fierce warrior woman, um, you know, always trying to help them and fix them and, you know, make everything okay for them. But, uh, you know, having older children now, I've learnt um, and I've had to learn to, you know, let them uh, go out on the world and learn things and you can't protect them from everything. So they've got their own little, uh, you know, experiences and uh, life to live, which, you know, we need to give them space to do that. Yes, absolutely. I agree. But, uh, you know, our first instinct though, isn't it? Our first instinct is to... Uh, is to, to, to fix it, sort it, solve it and take care of it. But in actual fact, you know, to empower them to go forth and do that for themselves and to, to uh, give them that opportunity to, 
uh, discover and learn all of that is uh, the better thing to do because then we we raise independent, uh, self-sufficient uh, individuals that can go out and do what we've done. Oh, 100%. Mm. And uh, like I said, you know, as, as your children get older, you tend to find out how important that really is. Um, you know, you forget that they need to grow up and be their own people. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, you know. It's it's a natural instinct for us mums to want to make them all okay all the time, but uh, you know we do need to let them go. Exactly. And so then, what does uh, Mother's Day look like for you, Jodie? Now that they are young adults, you know what what uh, what would um, what will happen on Mother's Day? Well, my son lives out of home, so with isolation, I'm not really sure this year. Uh, <laughs> you know. It, Last year they were here with me, so it's a bit hard. You know, we do different things. We might go and have lunch and a movie or, you know, my son loves to bring me a bunch of flowers, which I think is always gorgeous to get from his son. Yes. Um, my daughter likes, you know, she's a girl, so she thinks of the more practical things, like mum needs a massage or a facial, which is awesome. Um, That's but, you great. Know, sometimes, sometimes we'll just hang and I just I love the hanging more than anything else you know if I could have uh, anything it's just to spend it with them which would be awesome yeah oh that's so lovely I love that and you know you actually get the uh, best of both worlds there I do I do great having one of each they come from (laughs) totally different directions (laughs) (laughs) very lucky and then uh, so getting to essential oils before we get to uh, some of the fantastic uh, specials that you will uh, have for our audience um, you know, come Mother's Day, essential oils, Jody. Why do you love them? How did you get into them? Look, to start off with, um, probably in my early 20s, I used to get headaches and um, from fragrance oils. So very early on, I realised that I needed something a bit more natural. And um, I remember I was a little bit in the on the hippie side in my younger days, and I had some essential oil perfumes that I would dab on my wrist, and I used to love them. So that was kind of my very first beginnings. Um, yeah. So t- the reason I got into selling them actually was I used to make room sprays with essential oils again so that they weren't uh, made from fragrances and I had a little uh, which I still do have a little business that I you know help prepare homes for sale and I used to give them as a gift Um, and then yeah they just became popular so um, it grew from there and one thing led to another and uh, yeah my product range grew and grew and Anything I can make with essential oils, I will. <laughs> yes, how lovely. And I love that, uh, as you say, you spent uh, many years, many years in uh, the real estate business and still have um, still have a hand in that uh, even, even now as we speak. But last year you decided uh, that you would go full-time into uh, the essential oils products business. That's right. Very, very lucky I am to be doing something that I love. Um, you know, we, we don't all get that opportunity and I was uh, very fortunate. aim now is just to, to spread the love and, and get it out there and show people that, um, you know, there are alt- other alternatives than, you know, going to the chemist, but there's some natural alternatives there to sort of help um, yes. with your wellness and that as well. Yes, I love that. And I love how you, uh, you know, you do, uh, you, you do offer a big range of essential oil, uh, essential oils products. But uh, if we just had to, um, I do like how you've grouped some of those, uh, together. You've got the uh, spiritual range. You've also got a wellness range. 
That's right, and and a um, a mood range as well. So calming, clarity, um, energize. So you know to enhance your mood as well. Yes, I love it. And I bought um, I've, I've bought quite a, quite a few uh, essential oil sprays from you. I'm loving my gratitude <laughs> yeah. spray at the moment, and I love how. Um, and we talked a bit about this offline, Jody. How you know, I can use the spray to both, uh, you know, scent up the room, but at the same time as uh, spraying gratitude, I can also be saying gratitude. And it's a great uh, opportunity, reminder, moment to uh, do my gratitude practice. Oh, well, that's one of the reasons with my spiritual range, um, you know, I, I am very into my, my spiritual um, side of life. And, um, you know, there's so many different aspects to spiritual awareness but gratitude is something to me that um you know brings us a deeper meaning with our life and it allows us to you know be able to recognize that there are blessings so the oils that i use um bergamot jasmine and lavender and they each have uh, a representation of gratitude from my point of view yes Um, you know bergamot brings joy and contentment Jasmine is for peace and happiness and lavender is for consciousness and acceptance. So you put all them together and you've got your gratitude blend. So not only do the particular oils in that blend, you know, help with those emotions, but the practice of using the spray is also, you know, you're putting your intent out there that today I'm going to be grateful. I spray myself with my gratitude spray and yeah it's a full practice that you do to really put you in that space yeah it really is and uh, as you and I both know that uh, you know it's our whole being as you said it's intention it's energy it's where I'm it's where I'm at mind body heart and soul that really attracts uh, you know like attracts like if I'm coming from that uh, way of being then I'm going to attract more of that uh, way of being into my life. We know, we know that it works with a smile, don't we? You know, that if I've, that if I smile, if I've got a smile on my face and I smile at others, it, it, it naturally, it naturally invokes, doesn't it, a smile back? Oh, that's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I also recently listened to the magic of believing that you recommended. Yes. You know, that also has made me think of so many other, you know, um, avenues that I can go down with the essential oil ranges because, you know, it's all about, you know, you believe that it will happen. So, yes. you know, to me, uh, you know, a lot of these are tools as well that, you, you know, you know that this is for gratitude. So it will make you be, you know, um, put you in that, yeah. yeah, put you in that space and that being. I love it. And also, I want to mention uh, to our Casey Radio audience, I want to talk about the uh, the fur baby range. Yes, I do. I have uh, some natural shampoos. I actually source the the base product from a company in Yamundi. Um, it is really um, really natural, no palm oil. Uh, it's been very popular for people that are looking for a natural alternative for their pets and also for them, you know, using products that have those chemicals can actually, you know, harm harm your dog but also it's not good for a, an owner with allergies. Um, and I do sprays as well. So I have a calming mist that, you know, helps your dog to calm, calm down. Um, I have a flea, natural flea repellent and a doggy deodorant, which my dogs 
before they come in the house are not allowed. They know they have to come in, sit there, they get sprayed with their doggy deodorant and their bedding gets sprayed with their doggy deodorant. So it helps eliminate that uh, smell-free house. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. And you just mentioned then, and we should mention, uh, we should mention it, it officially that, uh, you know, you are a, uh, you know, you're a business based in uh, Pakenham. So you're a local business, uh, you know, and uh, you source as much as you can. You source your ingredients locally or interstate. So it's all made in Australia. That's right. All made in Australia and all the products are sourced from Australia. Yeah. And beautiful. I do, yeah. And I also stock a couple of products, uh, from other local businesses as well. So, um, awesome. you know, a couple of handmade businesses, which, uh, yeah, we need to support everyone as much as we can. We do. And, uh, so specials coming up to uh, Mother's Day on Sunday. What are you, uh, what can you offer our audience and what, uh, what special things are you doing online? Well, at the moment, I'm actually doing a, a little series of videos and I'm um, introducing each of my products or collections and I'm putting a discount on each of those products. So um, that's a really great way to try them and save. And I will be doing a flash sale over the next couple of days, so stay tuned and, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll, uh, you won't miss that one. Wonderful. So, uh, Casey Radio audience, come to uh, Facebook at Michelle Scott on air. There'll be the link. The link will be there to uh, Jody's community and, uh, you know, get on, uh, get on in there and, uh, and be in the uh, spot that you need to be in to, um, uh, make the most of these specials that Jody's got running this week for Mother's Day. And, uh, I would encourage you wholeheartedly to, uh, support, support, uh, not only Australian made products, but support women in wellness business. And, um, and, uh, whilst doing so, get a fabulous, a fabulous gift for, uh, Mum on Sunday, which is wellness, which is spiritual. You also do some beautiful, uh, bath salts, uh, Jody. I do, yeah. I've got um, the goddess one, which yes. I think all, all mums need the goddess treatment. Yes. Um, got a few little rose petals in it as well. But, yes, I do have uh, I have three, goddess, relax, and muscle. So they're all Wonderful. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming into uh, this space and on the show uh, this week, Jody, to introduce us, to, uh, give, give us a little bit of an intro into your wellness uh, business essential oils products and we will have you back again if you would uh, want to come back again and talk to us that would be lovely i'd love it it was uh, been a great opportunity thank you for having me and happy mother's day everybody happy mother's day Casey Radio 97.7 FM, this is Wellness Conversations. If you're just tuning in, brought to you by our wellness community. Our wellness community is an online centre for uh, wellness in body, mind, heart and soul. And you can find me on Facebook. My name is Michelle Scott. You can find me on Facebook at Michelle Scott On Air. Now, this is our Mother's Day special at the same time, Casey Radio community. It's also the beginning of the month. And at the beginning of the month, I like to present some insights for the month. Sometimes we we call into uh, this space some some astrology insights, but today I'm going to present some numerology. I'm uh, a numerologist. I've been studying and practicing this modality since uh, since 2003. Numerology is based on full name at birth and birth date details. Numerology is a modality, a tool for personality. It's a personality indicator. It's a great tool to uh, understand yourself, 
better. It's a great tool for life improvement. So the uh, father and founder of uh, Western numerology is uh, credited to uh, Pythagoras, the mathematician, who believed that everyone and everything in the universe, in the world, could be explained in terms of numbers. So for the month of May, you know, uh, your numerology profile, we have the personality, we have the, uh, the path that uh, the personality is on. We can have a look at, uh, you know, who am I? The answers to these questions, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? We can also have a look at, though, we can also have a look at the cycles, you know, we all have different experiences in life. And uh, what's interesting about numerology is that uh, when we have a look at the cycles and the number, the energy that, uh, that is in uh, that cycle, it usually uh, translates really well to what that person is actually going through in their real life. So every year, numerology, is, uh, numerology can reveal to you uh, the long cycle from birth to death, it can reveal the maturity number, a different cycle that kicks in, you know, at maturity, which uh, perhaps we call the midlife crisis in numerology. You've also got the pinnacle cycles, you've got the period cycles, again, all giving, all giving some different insight, all giving some different insight into uh, what might go on during particular ages and stages of your life and then each and every year there's the personal year cycle the universal year uh, cycle how we work uh, out the universal year cycle is uh, we add together the numbers the numbers uh, of that year in that year so 2020 is 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 0 equals 4 so universally it's a uh, it's the number four. The number four is all about foundation. Number four in any phase of four, it's all about, uh, you know, how strong is that foundation? Where does that foundation not serve us uh, as well as it could, you know? What's broken within this uh, foundation, this, this, this uh, you know, ground that I'm standing on that actually needs to be fixed or fine-tuned and we know that we're going through something uh, you know pretty big out there uh, in the world so um, how interesting is that 2020 is a universal year four all about foundation all about going back and really having a look at the ground upon which we stand and uh, making appropriate changes for May to get to the personal month number for May what we do is we add that universal year number four to uh, the number five because May is the fifth month in the year and we get nine. So May is a personal month number nine. So nine as an archetype is uh, the caregiver. So, you know, if you are in a phase of uh, having to care more for those around you or having to care more for yourself, then the energy is uh, really sitting quite right in your life. So in any phase of nine, it's always about, uh, you know, uh, how can I serve? What can I do to make my world, to make this world a better place? The number nine is, uh, is, is, is also the journey of selflessness. So, um, you know, when we're going through uh, any phase of nine as a journey, then it's learning uh, humility, it's learning tolerance, it's learning how to be more understanding, more compassionate uh, to those that may be 
you know, less fortunate or um, it's very much number nine being the caretaker is very much about how can I look after those? How can I look out for those who can't look out for themselves? But, you know, with the caretaker, the archetype is the caretaker, but the caretaker, the self-sabotage part of that, though, is that sometimes we can, uh, any phases of having to care more for others, uh, you know, we really need to check back in on how we are caring for ourselves too. So don't end up in resentful or martyrdom, okay? Don't do what isn't being, what you're not being asked to do. Um, and certainly don't do it if you don't want to do it. And uh, certainly don't do it if you uh, if your cup is uh, empty. It's very hard to be fulfilled or it's very hard to fill the cups of others if uh, if you are you know, burning out, if you are becoming unwell yourself from uh, trying to keep, trying to make others well. So certainly uh, check back in on yourself, make sure that you are looking after yourself and uh, really giving yourself that uh, great nutrition, you know, for mind, body, heart and soul. Look after yourself so that you are in the, uh, you know, most full and fit position to look out for others and look after those that require you to look after them now. As a characteristic, you know, number nine is all about gratitude. The practice, uh, you know, practicing gratitude is such an easy thing to do each and every day. It's such an easy step to, uh, to happiness and yet, um, and, and yet what goes on when we are in that uh, space, that phase of gratitude is so profound, you know, it's not simple at all. When we are practising gratitude and each and every day just giving thanks, being thankful for, being grateful for uh, any and all in my life that is good, that is great, that is wonderful, what's actually happening when I'm in that uh, state of being I'm accessing uh, different parts of the brain, neural pathways, different neural pathways are lighting up or uh, or, or, or disappearing uh, accordingly. You know, the ones that uh, the happy hormones have been released by the brain making me feel all those uh, happy feelings. And uh, And when that happens, you know, the minute that we are in a space of gratitude and gratitude changes the brain, the brain changes how we feel, how we feel changes how we think and then we are back in clear thinking, constructive thinking, balanced thinking, optimistic thinking and then when we're back in that um, mindset, we are absolutely better armed to deal with whatever difficulty we are going through. So the number nine takes us back to the act, the art of gratitude, the practice of gratitude. So, you know, start now, start today for the month of May, every morning, wake up and uh, and just think about five things that you're grateful for. It can be the five, the same five things every single day. And, uh, you know, uh, if you are in a uh, phase of, of disappointment and, 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 dis- and depression and downturn, uh, you know, which I have been in many times over the course of my life. You know, we all have triumph and tragedy. We all have those uh, junctures in the road where, you know, um, we feel like we're, um, you know, doing U-turns and uh, we're stuck at, uh, you know, dead-end streets. But uh, in actual fact, in every moment, you know, in every moment, there's always something we can be grateful for. So perhaps work isn't working out or perhaps... Uh, a relationship isn't working out, but you know, I can be grateful that I'm still standing. I can be grateful that, 
I still have friendship. I can be grateful that there's food in my belly, there's clothes on my back. You know, in this moment now, every morning, in this moment now, what are you grateful for? So that's uh, Numerology Insights for the month of May. Definitely also the energy of nine is also about completion. So again, what can you, uh, you know, bring to an end and have a look at rituals and routines. Have a look at, uh, you know, programs and patterns that are keeping you in Groundhog Day, that are taking you down roads that you've been before and you know, you know that road doesn't work out. Have a look at, uh, have a look at what it is time what it is time to let go of now. Because the minute that you do and coming into uh, June, uh, you know, you clear space. As soon as you clear space by letting go of something, there's space now for something new to uh, come into your life. And uh, and that can be the start of um, a whole new way forward. So uh, the number nine, the number nine is uh, about caregiving, care for yourself and you have more capacity to care for others. The number nine is uh, all about gratitude. Give gratitude every single day. Somehow find something somewhere to be grateful for and you'll change the, uh, uh, the chemical makeup of uh, the body and you'll access uh, easy steps to happiness there. And, uh, and then thirdly, with the number nine, it's time for some things to end and that could be situations, that could be within yourself, that could be with, you know something on the... Uh, outside of yourself, whatever that is, let it go with, uh, you know, light and love and healing and really understand that it's clearing space for something new that's coming that'll fill you up even more than you've been, than you've ever been filled before. So we'll be right back with Wellness Conversations after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to uh, Wellness Conversations on Casey Radio 97.7 FM and bringing into this, uh, into the space on this, uh, uh, special uh, wellness conversations for Mother's Day is uh, Emma Muir. Emma, welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Michelle. I always, always love being here with you. It's it's always uh, just a great chat and uh, and a lovely enlightening session. And uh, today is no different, uh, Emma, because today, uh, because it's Mother's Day, we're talking about conscious parenting because you and I had a fabulous chat uh, a couple of weeks ago about it. Um, Emma, what is conscious parenting? Conscious parenting is about really deeply understanding yourself first so that you can use your child as your best teacher because they will reflect everything that you need to grow through. So, Mm. you know, children choose us for a reason. And it's not just for their own reasons of their own growth and their own lessons in life. It's also because, you know, they know before they get into that beautiful body of theirs that they're going to be our teacher too. And Mm. our kids, when we allow them, are our biggest teachers because they reflect. They reflect all those beautiful parts that we don't want to see about ourselves or love about ourselves, all the frustrations that we have. So conscious parenting is really about uh, coming from a place of within rather than an external viewpoint on parenting. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love how you've described that. And you're so right. They uh, are definitely, uh, you know, if we have that mindset, that growth mindset and that curiosity that when those buttons are pushed, you know, what that uh, 
um, how how might we uh, grow um, better through that? So uh, I love how you've explained that. So Emma, you know, for our audience in uh, uh, out there in Casey Radio Land, what would be some examples of um, of, of of that in yourself in your own parenting journey what's the one big thing that uh, one or three because you've got three children yeah I do I have three emotionally intelligent and mentally intelligent children so uh, I can absolutely understand why they chose me (laughs) and they so an example of this is being that I have you know, that's how I would describe my children and I see them inherently, they're very strong, you know, yes. strong in mind, strong in heart and strong in body. So for me, as I move towards being a conscious parent, I often just had to shut up and <laughs> stop talking and just <laughs> listen, which was, you know, when you're so busy in the telling parent um, yes. in that then you don't get to hear and you don't get to see because some of the things that you see and that I see now are very subtle and I didn't see any of that before. So, you know, there'll be lots of yelling, getting ready for school and, and you know, getting ready for anything, to be honest, and cleaning rooms and, you know, it would be always, a, you know, like a, a wash of frustration and, and quite angry on my behalf I would absolutely, you know, be transparent about. Yes. And, as I moved into this, I've got to have a look at myself because, you know, just those little moments when they say something and you think, oh, mm. they've got that from me. Okay, so if they've got that from me, then I actually need to change mm. that part of me. So, you know, for an example now, the conscious parenting and the beauty of it is, you know, my kids get ready for school and I probably have to remind them to brush their teeth. Yes, that's about the extent. I'm a single parent. I'm a co-parent. And when the children, when my beautiful kids go to their dads, I don't uh, tell them what to pack. I don't yes. sit there with them and have to go through everything. And, oh, have you got everything? You know, it's not a mad rush. It's, okay, we've got 15 minutes. Have you got your bags? Where do they need to go? So, uh, you know, it, for me, the biggest thing that changed was asking questions. Rather than tell, 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 yes. ask questions. I love it. And what you, what you just said then, uh, Emma, is absolutely perfect. The difference between a parent who is teaching, there's a difference between a, a teaching parent, a preaching parent, and a parent who just tells all the time. And that's how we got started on the topic, wasn't it? Because I said to you, how are you going with all this online learning stuff? And you said... Oh, well, my kids are rocking through it. Yes. Oh, granted, we're having... Uh, you know, like we're definitely having moments, but I'm not there to teach them. I'm not there to, you know, do anything about their schoolwork, essentially. I'm there to emotionally support them because, let's face it, I've never been through a pandemic before. Have you, Michelle? Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> so new to all of us. 100%. And so yeah. all, and my job as a parent, as I view it right now, is to emotionally support them. Yeah. Sometimes I need to help with maths, which is very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That was strong, Sue. So we ask a lot of questions. Yes. And then I, you know, gain a greater understanding and they teach me about how they're doing maths and that's a fantastic moment. Yes. That's also funny. Yes. You know, really that's my job at the moment is Mm. just to really wrap them up and to support them emotionally and to, you know, find what their needs are in there. 
Mm. And of course, uh, and, and although you also said that, uh, you know, because of the teaching, because of, uh, because of the, uh, you know, when you are teaching, the teaching parent, then you are, and, and, and with you, I think what you mentioned also was that uh, basically you started to uh, walk your talk. It was more about do as I do, as I do not do as I say. A lot of the times the telling parent is in that do as I say, not do as I do. But uh, because you are the example of how to be in the world, um, you know, you don't have to time manage your children. They, they manage their time. They know what to do, when to do, and you're just there as that, as you said, that emotional, that soft landing. Yeah. And here's a really good example of that, Michelle. You know, when you, I've got, you know, three kids that are quite often they'll speak to each other in a way and the conscious parent, as I've become more conscious in this, instead of being like, don't speak to each other like that, why would you do that? I can actually now look at them and just say, hey, can we just call it for a second? I also want to apologise because I can see that you've learned this from me and I'm really sorry that I've given that example to you. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Owning your stuff, you know, yeah. like own it, walk your, walk your talk. <laughs> yes, yes, I love it. And then, you know, how would you describe it then? Now, the difference now as a conscious, with the conscious parenting, the difference in your parenting journey now, Emma, versus... Uh, prior to this what's the what's the atmosphere in the house you know what my parenting experience now is one of joy yeah even in the times when I think oh dear lord just walk away I still come back into that walk away because I now know tap out of parenting for a minute M. take a moment the kids have had a moment themselves there's three siblings in the house and we've got to work our way through and then I come back in. So it's one of joy. I mean, for sure I get frustrated. For sure I get overwhelmed. These are all human emotions and it's the yeah. experience that we're born into. But it's we're, it's really quite calm. It yeah. really is. It's You know, when we do have frustrating moments, it's, it's a moment. Yes. It's not an hour or two hours or a whole, you know, or the whole day. It's a moment. Yes. And then we shift through it and off we go on to something else. But it's, you know, conscious parenting is always that. It's that solution based. It's that, well, how do we find our way back to that joy stuff? Because that joy stuff's awesome. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> oh, it's got frog in my throat. Throat is, uh, as you said that. And that's exactly right, Emma. It's all about, uh, you know, um, getting back to getting back to that joy. Uh, because, you know, well, you're a long time. Once you've had those uh, children, you've got three of them. Um, you know, the parenting journey now is with you for the rest of your life. Yes. And I, the other thing that it's helped me doing being a conscious parent is actually move through the stages of parenting um, without feeling like I'm losing anything because obviously kids go through their own stages and as a parent you experience losses in there like, oh, I'm never going to do that again. Oh, they don't need me for that anymore. And so for me in that conscious parenting state, there's no loss that I feel around. So I don't have attachment to the stage, which is beautiful. And yes. I'm almost excited about, oh, what's going to come next? If we're not doing that anymore, what happens now? So yeah. it's that loss of control, like that ideal of I have control over it and it's this beautiful feeling of support. Well, okay, I've got to support them through this now and, and that's our next. And, and yeah. the other factor is I get to grow as well as I'm doing that. Exactly. Oh, that's absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Emma, for coming into the space and uh, introducing us a little, introducing a little of, of, of conscious parenting uh, um, on this uh, Mother's Day special of Wellness Conversations. And uh, happy Mother's Day to you. What will you do on Mother's Day? 
My kids, uh, I love it. We're um, our co-parenting plan in terms of the care of kids. They're actually with me every Mother's Day. So, and my birthday is around Mother's Day as well. I was in fact born on Mother's Day, so you know, I was a Mother's Day gift. And um, I know, beautiful. And so, you know, this year it's it's very close to Mother's Day. So I've got my kids with me. They'll wake up with me, and and we're just we're having a pajama day actually. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, what about you? What are you up to? I love it. Well, you know, my uh, my boy is uh, 23. We are in different abodes at the moment uh, due to the ISO. Um, my son is, uh, as you know, because we've talked so much about our our parenting journey together, is um, is all of the uh, things that you described in your children. Uh, at the same time, my son. My son, because of the conscious parenting and how I've empowered him, believes that I should be empowered enough to and shouldn't need silly little gifts just once a year. <laughs> My well, son, look, I don't necessarily disagree with no, you. No, it's same. Like, same. I, and I say that to the kids as well. I go, you know, I love it. You know, they do little things for me all the time. I get little notes. Yes. They'll yes. come up and just say words of affirmation to me, like, you're such a great mum, I love you. Yes. Uh, so I'm with you on that. Like, <laughs> they love doing it because they're at that age, but I probably hope to get to that stage where they're like, I'm just going to come well, and hang out with you. Great. I, I know, but, yeah, he, so he's very much, uh, he doesn't believe in commercial, <laughs> the commercialism of it all. But, you know, Emma, I would like, uh, you know, a little uh, a little bunch of flowers here, you know, if, if, and I do what argue about a with card? that. <laughs> what about a card with some beautiful words on it, Michelle? No, he, or thinks that, uh, he does think that uh, cards, I mean, you know, the environment, I mean, yes, he does seem to come up with quite a few uh, excuses of getting out of the day. <laughs> you know what? He could give you a Mother's Day email. There you go. <laughs> and write all a, the, what, the things that he loves about you. <laughs> he is uh, his own independent self, that one. So. <laughs> God damn it. And it's conscious parenting. <laughs> they make their own choices. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, lovely. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming in. We've had uh, quite the laugh. Have a wonderful uh, Mother's Day. And uh, we're going to see you. Uh, we'll probably see you on the show again very soon with the way that we're going and our beautiful chats, uh, all the beautiful chats that we're having. Thanks, Michelle. It's been beautiful to have a chat with you today. Be on here. Thanks for having me.